Welcome back to another episode of Pillars of Heaven. I'm in the studio today with JB. What's up, JB? Hey, Dr. Mike. It's so glad to be here again. Yeah, feels man. Like, feels like it's been a while. It has been a while. So it's been... I've been while. sick for like about a week, or at least yeah. it feels like it. Well, stop being sick. I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's unacceptable. On the phone today, we have a fellow board member, uh, Miss Patricia. Miss Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you. You yes. know her uh, very well. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you've known <laughs> her a long time. And she's one of the volunteers uh, at Psalm 34-6 Ministries, and she also happens to be my mom. Yeah. Patricia, which would you say is greater? Volunteer at Psalm 34-6 or being JB's mom? <laughs> being, being Jonathan's mom. All right, that's, the, that's the safe answer. All right. <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, welcome to the show. We're glad you're on here. Um, welcome to the board of directors. That's also um, a, a huge step for all of us here. Um, and I know Bree is not with us today. She's working and not bringing us food again, <laughs> but uh, she hey, makes food for let, other people. Let's take this one step further and ask mom, uh, which one is more work? Uh, so, being a volunteer at Psalm 34-6 Ministries or being JV's mom? Well, when you were little, being your mom. Uh, <laughs> and we haven't even started to get busy here yet. So oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. So um, thank you for being on the show. I'm glad we had a, a couple technical difficulties in the beginning. Um, <laughs> the price of technology is way up and the quality is way down. Yeah. But uh, now we seem to iron out the wrinkles and here we go. Right? Right. What's new in Psalm okay. 346? Anything? Um, well... It's growing. It's growing big. It's growing. Uh, we're definitely getting the word out there. I just had, um, I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about something because um, there was a little misunderstanding. Uh, there was a lady that reached out. She was under the, someone I guess showed her uh, our ministry online and she thought that we were actually um, distributing food on an individual level. Gotcha. Uh, but I explained to her that we don't, we don't currently have the manpower right now to do that. Hmm. So what we're doing is actually distributing it to our partners, uh, such as the shelters and organizations that we work with. Yeah, that's a good point. But hopefully However, we get there one day. You know, because she, she was apologizing. And I said, no, 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 no reason to apologize. Yeah. Um, you know, I will gladly tell you like which... Uh, organizations we work with and you can go to those organizations that we deliver the food to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's no reason, you know, you definitely feel free to reach out. Um, it's not that we don't want to help people on an individual basis. We just can't, we can't right now. We're just not able to, we do, we don't have the manpower in order to do that. But a couple more volunteers and we will. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Um, <laughs> even if it's, yeah, you know, we don't do a lot during that's what an hour or two of our day. Uh, when we do our food pickup, the problem and, is, is that right. we don't we don't want to make um, we we don't want to break our promises to our our partners either. Oh yeah. For so sure. if we're saying to you know the Salvation Army, okay, we're going to have this delivery for you on this day, and to Safe Harbor, we're going to have this delivery for you on this day. We don't want to you know take away from them. We want to make sure that everybody we make promises to has their their shipments. Yeah, and the more volunteers we have, the more stores we can right. get in touch with. Uh, and That's why this whole thing is kind of like a work in progress. Yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah. We're growing, and it's good. It's not that we want to tell anybody no. It's just that we want to make sure that, that we fulfill our promises in, in the process. 
<coughs> yeah, well, it's still sick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't want to let go. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's shoot to, I, I want to bring up a topic uh, real quick, uh, and it's about The Chosen, but big surprise. Ah. Miss um, uh, Patricia, do you watch The Chosen or no? I have never seen it. Is that, I was just asking my husband, is that a series or a movie? It's it's a series. Yeah. It's going to be a seven a seven season series. Uh, it, right now, they just completed season three, and oh. um, it's on a couple of the networks. It's on the Peacock, and it's on the first two are on Peacock. You can download their app and watch it on your phone. Um, I, I was yeah. Stuck. I think I was watching it through Peacock. Yeah, uh, a great show. A lot of people are getting reviews. Uh, it's in the news today because that is a, a crowd funded. Uh, Angel Studios is crowdfunded and Angel Studios is producing a movie uh, about David and their crowdfunding has just surpassed what they've taken in for The Chosen. And The Chosen is super popular and this movie, David, which is going to hit the theaters, is supposed to be uh, pretty awesome. So a lot of good church movies coming out. Uh, There's one about Abraham and, and... um, I can't wait to see that. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, That's that, from Angel Studios also? That one, I'm not sure, but I know it's coming out. Um, but for them to shatter the the Chosen record already, uh, and that, that show is super <laughs> popular. Everybody I talk to, uh, save one or two, uh, is <laughs> yeah. really into it. Yeah, Dr. Um, Mike knows why I have, some, <laughs> I have a couple of issues with the Chosen. It's funny because that part, I watched that part again last night, and I see your point. Yeah, I do see your point, and I see the way they were portraying it as trying to get his thoughts in order. Yeah, um, yeah, I have big problems with that. That's only one of the problems I have. I have a problem with. I I also thought that you, when remember when when Jesus came back to camp and he was all like beat and exhausted, yeah, and, tired, and he, he yeah. was like, "Oh, I gotta, like, I gotta go to bed." Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah, so. I thought about that too. It doesn't say anywhere in scripture that he was all worn out. Well, he was still human. So. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I saw that part and I, I thought about it also. Anyway, uh, watch that show. <laughs> it's, it's I show. thought I'd seen it advertised on TV that it was going to be on TV around Easter. Yeah, well, on Good Friday. Oh, that's that could be Palm Sunday. Oh, Terry said Palm Sunday. Oh, Palm Sunday. That's coming up. Palm Sunday. So, right? Yeah. Which, see, um, Easter is what the ninth. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's the ninth. It's so soon. This Sunday, Palm Sunday. Wow. Well, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's uh this is a very this will go out the day before Palm Sunday. Right? Yeah. Yeah, time's flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Palm Sunday, uh, a lot of people go to church and, and we all know that story of Palm Sunday, uh when Jesus enters um on a donkey. Riding on a donkey, yeah. yeah. And, and the people are singing praises and they're cutting yeah. branches down and throwing clothes before him. He's entering the city as, <laughs> as a leader and as a king. Um, mm-hmm. And then a week later, um, we know the story. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought from, from Angel Studios, that was very interesting to see. So there's a lot of buzz. And, you know, there's a, I think the bottom line there is there's a huge hunger and a thirst for this, 
right now and people are searching and, and this is hitting a lot of people there are some powerful scenes in that yeah uh, in, in that the chosen has some I, I know people that watch it and they can't watch it without a box of tissues because you know there's there's a lot of scrutiny involved with that show and you know myself included but mm. what i like to think about is kind of like what what the apostle paul said i don't know if it was in like a book the book of ephesians where he said that there was a lot of um there was some people who were genuinely preaching Christ, and then there was people that were doing it um, out of spite to cause trouble for him. Hmm. But he said, no matter what, the important thing is that they're talking about Christ and spreading his message. Yeah. So no matter what their intentions were, yeah. the, the message of Christ was getting out there. And that's kind of like how I'm going to look at this, because God can use all things to spread his message. So if there's any ill intent or misinformed, you know, misinformation of any kind... <clears throat> you know, that Jesus Christ is always in control of everything. You know, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to change this. Well, it's not really changing something, but yeah. is Peacock, is that a Christian app? No, um, it's kind of like, it's think of it like an alternative to Netflix. Okay. I think it's NBC's. Uh, is that free? Oh, I was going to say, I don't know who it's owned by. Well, the cool thing about Peacock is there is a free version of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're limited to what you can watch and then there's ads but um, they're short. Yeah, they're not bad. No. And the one of the things that you can watch on there is the Chosen because uh, I I signed up for a free account on Peacock and the Chosen. You can watch season one and two on there. Do we get that channel, honey? No. Yeah, it's going to be on um, up channel. The up channel on um. Oh, I heard that TV. also. Yeah, I heard that also. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And this is the type of year, you know, this brings us to, you know, Jim Caviezel. And uh, this is the type of, of uh, the time of year where I used to always watch, you know, The Passion of the Christ and that. Um, we would always watch that on, on Good Friday. And uh, Matt Powerful, another powerful yeah. movie. I was just reading some, some information about the struggle that he went through filming that. And, and him and Mel Brooks, I, I saw, uh, I, I read a lot about that stuff because, I, I like I said before, I met him. Not Mel Brooks, but Jim Caviezel. I met him at a church in Chicago, and he was speaking, and it was a great message that he had. But as I'm reading this thing, it's telling me, you know, he was struck by lightning. Uh, wow. He had two open heart surgeries because of filming this. Uh, there's wow. so many things that happened. Um to him during it and uh i mean if you need a good read or a good um you know, that's just crazy go google that and all the stuff that they went through and i had it queued up here and it disappeared um you know i know we we've talked about this before because we talked about the passion of christ before on this show but i gotta say you know i, I watched the movie and it is a really it's a really hard watch yeah um because it's very disturbing and heartbreaking. And then to know like, you know, Jesus Christ did this for us. Um, but I also want to put this out there because I know the movie got so much scrutiny back in the day mm -hmm. and probably to this day, but Mel, you know, they, they scrutinized and criticized Mel Gibson, um, tremendously over oh, yeah. how graphic it was and this and that. But I, I want to make it clear that, that the reality of it was way, it was way worse than the movie. Oh Yeah. Because the book of Isaiah says that he was beaten beyond recognition. Some ver some versions of the Bible says that he was beaten beyond human likeness. So, I mean, just imagine, like, what, you know, use your imagination what that could possibly mean. But 
he he was torn up, you know. And and there and if you do your research, if, if you don't believe me, if you're one of those people that that maybe you're you're riding the fence on religion and on faith and everything else, just look up the history of the Roman culture and what they used to do to the prisoners, and you can see it's there. It's there in world history. Oh yeah, the way they would beat the people. The, the prisoners and stuff before, before their crucifixions, they would beat them so badly that many didn't even survive the beatings. Oh. Well, it's, uh, you know, and if you read into that, it's Mel Gibson did take a lot, but he also funded $30 million out of his own pocket because no no studio would take it on. Uh, it's a really interesting read. Uh, you know, I, I challenge you to check it out. It's, it's really interesting. But but Angel Studios is is coming up with that movie David, um, and, and it's they raised forty nine million dollars already with a goal of reaching sixty by March thirty first. That's crazy. That's for the David movie. That's for the David movie. They want that to be the most uh, significant <laughs> animated film since uh, since Prince of Egypt. If you remember that, that was like nineteen ninety ish, ninety eight, ninety nine. Mm. Um, but that was a great movie, also uh, Prince of Egypt. If you've never saw that. As far as animated, that was a great, that was a story of Moses. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen that. Oh, man, that's a great one. I think I saw parts of it. Yeah, yeah. That was DreamWorks that did that. And that was, uh, yeah, that's great. Um, that's a good That's a good watch because there's really, I mean, you have the Ten Commandments back in 1950s. Right. Like 56. Uh, and then you had, you know, this animated version which came out and it's you know really great. It's actually really good. It's amazing to see that much money being dumped into these projects. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like I said, it, it's because when I think back to like the Cloud Ten pictures and their movies, yeah, yeah, I don't. They must have had super low budgets. I mean, they put on good productions considering that they were low budget films. Yeah, but just imagine if they had millions of dollars dumped into their budget. How crazy! I guess it would be. in between the chosen, they have Ten Commandments on that day also. That's gonna be a good day of mm. watching. So um, you go to church on Palm Sunday. Yeah. And then watch all the things. Chosen season two, episode one, at two o'clock. But if you want to, if you want to catch, <laughs> if you want to catch up on the older, because you want to start with season one first. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. But if you download, because I know you don't have internet through your TV. So, oh yeah. But if you download, if you have a tablet or on your phone, you can download the Peacock app, and you mm -hmm. can you go watch it through there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, season three is on. I, I think it's on Apple TV, uh, but I, I last time I checked, I know it's not on Peacock. It's yet. not on Peacock, but I, I downloaded the app, the the Chosen app, and you can watch it right on there. Oh, is season uh, three available on, yeah, on the Chosen app? Yeah, I just started watching it. So yeah. you might be better. I mean, you can still download Peacock, but you might be better off just downloading the Chosen app because you'll probably get access to the to the shows faster. Oh, yeah, that's true. But then you have to watch it on your little tiny the game phone. Is newer. It's yeah. Good. So unless you have it's a tablet. Yeah, that's good. I don't know if you have a tablet or oh, not. I do have a tablet, but you, I don't have internet on it. You could cast oh. it to your TV, too. That's a good way. You know. Yeah. They don't have Wi-Fi, though. Ah. Yeah, so they can't do that. Yeah, we're looking into it again because our phones don't work as well without it. Mm-mm. Yeah, Which is kind of crazy. That's one of those things everybody needs nowadays. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. But well, that's we know because there's no such thing as unlimited data anymore. Yeah, exactly. I was told that yeah. a long time ago by a friend. I I didn't understand it. I was like, oh, you know, it's weird. Like I don't understand my 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 internet speed is slow sometimes. Because oh yeah, well, he said the 
he, I forget which carrier it was, but he said there was there was one carrier that was the last true one that had unlimited data, but they don't even do it anymore. No. So what they do is they throttle your your speed after you exceed a certain amount of data. There's always a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always a way. Oh make, yeah, make that money. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, check it out. And when this David movie comes out, uh, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. Um, and my little guy too. It, it'll be cool. Um, but anyways, that takes us on to. Uh, I thought that was neat that they've already surpassed the budget for for uh, Chosen, and that has gained so much popularity. Um, now, what do you what do you know about this? Is it going to be like <laughs> focused on David and Goliath, or is it going to be like the whole story of David? I, I think it's going to be uh, around the whole the whole story. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but it, it's going to be that's a fascinating story. What a, what a crazy story! Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, and actually, the episode of the Chosen I just watched had a flashback of David uh, at this one part in season three, and it was actually. Pretty interesting, and I and I could be wrong, but I think if they do it right, I would think it'd be a super long movie. It could be because <laughs> it could be. There's, there's a, a lot of there's, there's a, a lot, lot of details to, to cover. Yeah. yeah, all the way from like when he was a young boy up until like when he actually you know took on the throne. Yeah, from X-Men. a lot of those movies are usually long. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a, it's, it's a good a good long watch. Yeah, because I wouldn't want them to skip over any details. So that's that's why I have a problem with a lot of these different movies. Yeah. Well, it should be it should be interesting. Look forward to that. If you haven't seen the chosen, watch it and then <coughs> jump in on the conversation about it um, on Psalm three four six ministries. Yeah, so uh, that's good. So that takes us to um, I, I. You know, I'm fascinated by headlines, and, and and we go over this a lot. And I Bill Gates is is fascinating to me only because I don't know why so many people listen to what he says other than yeah. Um, He's got lots of money and, and, you know, he made his money by creating a product and then creating an illness for it and then selling you the antidote for it. And Mind you, he, he made his money on creating a copycat of a yes. product. Well, that's a lot of people it. don't know that either. Yeah. Well, we don't want to the slam secret, him. The secret behind <laughs> uh, his success. Before we get sued by Bill Gates, we're, we're, just, <laughs> we're just saying- Oh, this, um, is, this, is, this, is public, this is common knowledge. Yeah, common knowledge. Oh, yeah. A lot of people know that about Gates. But Not, he, Maybe not a lot of people, but there is also a lot of people who do know about it too. Well, he's heavily into AI and, and uh, just like a lot of them out there. And his his latest statement has been, uh, there's a warning to, to all of us, again, yep. a, fear, a fear campaign saying that AI could decide that humans are a threat, just like Terminator <laughs> 2. And, and But that's the issue. Uh, that's the statement that's going out now is that AI could identify us as a threat, and then, of course, we know what happens next, and they eliminate the threat. So, if you uh, haven't seen, what's, what uh, is AI? I'm, 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 I'm artificial intelligence. Oh, so robotics and, and uh, hu- um, electronics and artificial thinking—that's going to surpass what man can think because it can work the probabilities out instantaneously. And <laughs> um, so, once it sees that we're a threat to them. Um, that's where Terminator Two and Schwarzenegger comes in. Comes oh, that's in crazy. on a motorcycle. Yeah, I think it's all. I think it's all baloney. <laughs> because I think that if this, if he really believed this, then why wouldn't they pull the plug on developing it? 
Well, there's no way that I, I think, you know, and, and Elon Musk has come out and said, you know, way back when that there's a very real danger. Uh, and he's like, we need to slow down on this before it's uh, you lose grip of it and it gets out of control. And he's like, well, we're way past that point. And um, yeah, not not a a fear or a doom and gloom thing, but um, it's a very real thing. And I just think it's interesting now that Bill Gates is issuing this warning that, hey, this could happen. So but they're I, still working on it, though. Yeah, they're still constantly So why would you keep it. working on it if, well, you know... So they can excuse what happens next. That's right. Next That's what I think. It, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, we're, we're basically... It's, it goes back to the old, um, the old uh, Charles Foreman project. I don't know if you ever heard of that movie from back in the day. No. That's where like they had this this robot that was or computer buried in like a mine and it was surrounded by missiles. And the 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 computer got so smart, it it got smarter than everybody else and it started telling people what to do. Hmm. And they couldn't get to the to the computer to shut it down because it was guarded by missiles. Ah, interesting. What was that called? I think it's called the Charles Forbin Project. I watched it back like when I was a freshman in high school. You ever see War Games? Remember that movie? No, I don't think so. That was about AI taking over a nuclear threat and launching. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. That's an interesting watch. Yeah, that's a... Uh, we had, you know, I think we had this conversation about AI not that long ago where I just feel like it's... I, I think there's something demonic about it. AI. Yeah. And I don't think... There, like when I, when I was seeing, when I watched that whole, what is it? SGI chat script or whatever this thing is called. Oh, I don't know. Whatever the software was. And they were typing in this stuff, like make me this or make me a song. Oh yeah. yeah. Or type in, and then the computer would just do it. Oh. I'm sorry, but something doesn't seem right about that. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that. That's right. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's scary. Oh, there's that sickness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old the old zombie virus. There it is. Brains. There it is. <laughs> if you start wanting brains, uh, I'm out of here. I, oh, know, that was scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't have too many brains, so maybe I'm safe here. Um, anyway, so I thought it was interesting that he's issued a statement already saying, look out, because who knows what we're up for next. Um, yeah. Well, everything everything's kind of pushing in the direction of worshiping AI and worshiping technology. Yeah, you already heard the uh, the advisor to Klaus Schwab. Uh, I always forget his name. Yuval Harari or something like that. Yeah, he was in the the one video clip saying about how you know this these old religions are obsolete and archaic, and then the the new religion is going to be in Silicon Valley and it's going to be with technologies and all that kind of stuff. So they're already kind of hinting at that. They're already pushing in that direction. They're heavily, heavily invested into... And look how like people like Bill Gates and Elon Musk are saying, oh, well, it's out of our control, you know? So they're already they're already giving like this power to this technology as if it's greater than people itself and it's, and it's just its own thing. Oh, well, that's a very, <laughs> a very real threat um, that we've created for ourselves. Um, I just, I'm not... I'm not buying into it 100% though. Oh, there's an agenda behind it. And I, I, I think they can blame. Do you really that. think that? I mean, I, and I know that this would spark crazy amounts of arguments. I right. got into an argument years ago, back in the early 2000s with somebody about technology. And they claimed that they were they worked with AI or they were in the AI field. I just don't believe that these computers can learn on their own. Hmm. I don't think so either. Well, I mean, maybe. It's a computer. 
I mean, maybe you load all the stuff you can in there and then have it work out probability statistics about what we should, what should we do and, and what's life expectancy if this happens or this happens. And it can, you know, one, point you in a direction that you wouldn't be able to think of uh, or two, make that choice for you. The problem is a computer is always going to think like a computer. True. And it'll never think like a human. Right. And it's hard for me to give you an example right off the bat, but it's kind of like if you're, say you're driving a car down the road and you have the choice of either um, swerving to, say, the right and maybe hitting the guardrail or a deer or swerving into the center um, divider and basically just smashing up your car and you die and... But, you know, whatever. But there's a 30% chance that you'll have less damage if you do it this way. Right. And then, and then so like a you. computer says like, oh, well, if you smash the car into the divider, um, yeah, the driver will die, but no. there won't be any damage to the highway and then the deer won't get hit. Yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> you might think that's crazy, but no, this is how computers think because computers work off of algorithms. They work off of statistics and numbers. That's what they work off of. Yeah. It's strictly mathematically based. There's no common sense. There's no, um, there's, there's no other, like, it, it's strictly mathematical. And I, I don't want a computer like that making my Oh, if you're the choice. driver, you don't want that. <laughs> Just say, well, it's statistically better for the, <laughs> the driver to die and then yeah. let, let the deer live. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. But you happen. have these people that are, they're all on board for these driverless cars. They want these computers to drive them around. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with putting my life in the hands of a computer. Especially at 80 miles an hour. Because <laughs> it can now, and, and it can now function, you know. Well, not according to them. <laughs> according to them, there's no malfunction. Maybe it, it, maybe it can now function, or maybe you know, at some point or another, it's just going to make a calculation you don't agree with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, well, there's <laughs> there's arguments either way. Uh, I think we all know where we go with that. Um, but let's switch gears and go to another another highly controversial topic, and this is with ESPN and swimmer Leah Thomas which we all know is the transgender swimmer that broke the record and all took right. all the... Okay, so now ESPN uh, is under fire, which I'm surprised at, um, because they ran over the weekend, they ran a segment celebrating uh, Women's History Month and they spotlighted that transgender uh, swimmer, Leah Thomas. Oh. So apparently there's some people that had some, some issue with it. And uh, I mean, w without sparking a huge debate because there's so many different opinions on this. Yeah. And I know we've probably covered this in the past anyways. We, we have, uh, I mean, what I can say about it without knowing everybody's yeah. thoughts on it is if I come to you and I say, hi, my name is, is Mike and, and I'm a construction worker. And two minutes later, I say, no, no, I'm Dave and I'm a cab driver. And then I say, oh, no, no, my name's Henry and I fly planes. I mean, what would you think about me? Crazy. And I'm crazy, right? That I'm yeah. probably schizophrenic or I have some sort of mental disorder. Uh, <clears throat> and every two seconds, I'm somebody different. However, if I say, uh, if you say, hey, Dr. Mike, and I say, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm Jennifer, uh, People don't see that as the same mental disorder. Right. They see that as, 
Oh well, that's how I he, do. as he identifies that, <laughs> yeah, as that now. To me, I think at one point they probably thought you had a mental disorder. Well, they probably do, but I'm just saying, uh, how do you distinguish? Okay, you're schizophrenic, you have a mental disorder, and uh, accept that now that you say you're a woman, you're not a, a mental disorder or a mental. Um, the, the, there's there's too many parallels there, that, and there's an issue on both sides. But if I tell you I'm all these people, then you say I'm crazy. But if I tell you I'm somebody else and I'm a woman, I'm not crazy in everybody's eyes. I don't I don't get that part. Yeah. Um anyway, so ESPN, deal with it. That's what you get. Um you're well, celebrating I think that's, that. I think that's a slap in the face to all women. Well, yeah, and we could talk about that forever. Well, me being considered a woman. What would they do? <laughs> How would the community react? How would the community re uh, react if they did something like that for Black History Month? Same thing. Uh, you know, a Same white thing. a white person saying I'm, I'm I identify as black, and then they then they spotlight them on a on a program. Uh, black History Month. Yeah. And say yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> How would that go over? Well, it would go if you're in San Francisco, they'd give you five million dollars for that if you <laughs> identified, but. You know, that's another topic also. But uh, to me, and without going into this huge debate, I mean, um, you can't have it both ways. You can't say you have a mental disorder if you think this way. However, if I say the exact same thing a different way, uh, then I'm supposed to accept that. And, and that's okay. I, I don't get the two sides of that. Well, you know, also like with the with children with lately – all these children that are identifying as a different sex. When I remember when growing up as a, as a little girl, no one ever talked about you're, you're, you're a girl, you're a boy, you're just a person, you know? It's like, right. I liked, I used to like to play baseball and I was like a tomboy. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, when I got to be a teenager, I wanted to, you know, I, I never wanted to be a boy. I just wanted to play. And I think people put this stuff in the children's heads because just like when my boys were growing up, I never sat there and said, okay, you're a boy. Now you got to do this. You know, it's like <laughs> I let them play with dolls if they want to play with dolls. Uh, that um, makes so much sense now. I let them do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I used to play oh, with no, dolls. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I used to get, I got a lot, I got people, a lot of grief from people when they found out that I used to play with My Little Ponies. Everybody played with My Little Pony, I think. <laughs> especially if you had a sister. You played with it. I didn't have a sister. Well, then the, I don't have those. Like, I don't have those excuses. Well, I uh -huh. thought they were nice toys, and they were little. They were very little kids when yeah. they played with them. But um, innocent. You know, it was a pony. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't. I didn't make it seem like, oh, that's just wrong. You can't play with that. That's a girl stuff. Well, there's there's, there's an agenda now. They're they're messing with the kids' heads. Well, now it's like if you play with that, it's like, oh, that's you're you're playing with right. that pony because you're a girl. But they're putting these right. ideas in the kids' heads. They're they're they're, they're making suggestions. They're being su suggestive about it. And it's not just here. That's like, you know, one of these topics is a, a bill in Oregon will will let your children now undergo that sex change operation without your parents' consent. So that that's going on here domestically. Canada, Canada is teaching your children that everything's private to you. Don't tell your parents. Uh, you you know you're allowed to do whatever. However, do not tell your parents what you know and. They're trying to isolate the kids away from the parents, and it, it's a focus on our children. We talk about this all yeah. the time. That's an attack on our children. 
Um, it is they're, the way they're, they're sexualizing them and everything. You know, it's like, leave these kids alone, you know, leave them alone. Let them just be kids, you know? So, yeah, so, well, so was, what, so what a little girl wants to play, play ball with other boys and stuff, you know, because it's like, look, little kids, they're not, they don't think like adults. They're, they're not, their, right. their bodies aren't sexualized yet. They're not matured yet. They're not thinking about that stuff. They're just playing. Yeah, when I was um, growing up and when I was younger and I was playing outside and stuff, I didn't wear girly clothes. Yeah, and there was nothing wrong with that. I, I grew it's up like, with a lot of people that were tomboys, you know, quote unquote tomboys, and, and nothing wrong with that. And it's just a normal, you're a kid. Right. You know, and, mm -hmm. and I think they're trying to take that away. And, you know, it's just like this thing in Oregon is if you're this is age 15 now you don't need age 15 you're considered an adult there now because you don't need your parents consent to start consent to start taking well let's hormonal <laughs> therapy and, and to undergo a complete transformation but let's let's really call this what it really is i mean this is a spiritual battle this is definitely the enemy at work oh, yeah. to attack the kids to attack any kind of innocence they're using any kind of excuse to justify their behavior like, oh, well, we're doing this because we're trying to help because we feel that, you know, like, no, you're not trying to help anybody. No. Like, this is just destructive. You know, you, all you're doing is confusing these kids <clears throat> by educate, quote unquote, educating them on all this different stuff that they shouldn't even be hearing about. You know, when they want to talk about like homosexuality and same sex marriage in like the kindergarten and first grade age, like that shouldn't even be on the agenda to talk about. This is terrible. Like they, they don't even know anything about sexuality yet. You know, they're still playing kickball and tag. Like, yeah, yeah well, it's and crazy. You, and you're going to be talking to them about that stuff. You're taking them away from being kids. Yeah. And and well, we said before, you know, if your agenda is to get uh, ideology swung your way, as you attack the little ones that don't know any better, and uh, this is, you know. For, for them to say, you know, here in Oregon, oh, yeah, you're 15 and you can make this decision and we don't need your parents. You don't have to consent. Yeah, they don't have to okay this. You can do whatever you want. And that just goes to your, yeah, whatever you feel you do. Yeah. You know, and that's the, the ideology going, running rampant here. Um, and it's, it's really sad more than anything. Well, I heard somebody <laughs> make a comment about um, parents shouldn't, so-called so brainwash their children and to go into church and doing things. Mm -hmm. And I said, as long as I'm the parent and you're underage, I'm doing, I'm making you go to church and I'm going to brainwash you if that's what you want to call it. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing they're trying to take that power away from you. As once they get your kids turned against you, mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? And it's just an, uh, it, it, they're trying to get that older mentality out of there where church is important and where all this other stuff is important. And, you know, we, we look at some of these statistics. I went over this before, but there was, um, you know, a poll in America about where this was from 1998 uh, up until now. And it was uh, what percentage of Americans even think about um religion anymore and it's from from 1998 it was 62 percent and now today it's down 39 percent so uh there's a huge swing i mean that's half you, you know what i mean that that's a huge swing and it's and it's a perverse it's a perverse world because they're trying to tell you oh don't you know don't brainwash your kids when that's exactly what they're doing yeah 
exactly. They're doing they're doing the brainwashing, but people don't realize it. You know, you know I didn't. I'm sorry. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. I didn't realize that when my kids were younger, really small, um, when they had um, Bible, um, sun, like summer school or Bible school, whatever you call it, in the summertime, oh, vacation Bible school. Yeah. I they went to like a few different ones. Right. Because there were different weeks. Right, right. And I just thought, oh, this is good for them to have something to do. You know, so my sister my sister used to laugh at me. And I said, what? Gives me a break. They're going to a good place. Yeah. And um, I said, and I thought it was nice. They had them different times of the summer. I said, and they, um, you know, they went to the one in Washington. So I'm like, oh, they went to, the, you know, like the Methodist church, whatever. So whenever they had different ones, and I would take them, and they would go. Yeah, and, and but, there's well now they could go to Satan Club also instead of vacation Bible well, school. Well, uh, that's just that. yeah, that's yeah. It's good to have options, right? Yeah, yeah, got it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's the that's one that said that that was brainwashing. That's what they said. Well, there it, it is. was somebody that was for that. I, could, mm, yeah. I couldn't think of who it was, mm. and it was somebody that was for the Satan Club. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, well, it figures. Yeah. What do you think of this stat? Uh, Patriotism from 1998, 70%, now 38%. What do you think? Wow. Yeah. That lets you know how we feel about America right now. Yeah. So, I know patriotism around 2001, after the towers came down, a huge patriotism. Huge. Everybody was America strong and... and, um, what a what a banding together! Uh, now thirty eight percent of Americans feel patriotic. Uh, that's sad, man. We're in trouble. That, it is sad. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the younger generation just don't care anymore. You know, and I and I guess you could you could blame it on this the school system. Well, yeah, you stop teaching history, and you stop. Uh, you're more more concerned about uh, what you need to feel right now, and how you need to. You know, everything's okay for you to feel however you want. It's not important what we did back then because we were all wrong. And so we won't teach that anymore. Now we'll teach. Well, they have the, they have the agenda of America hating. Yeah. I don't even know if they salute the flag anymore. I don't think they do. There's a weird, like there's a weird agenda going on. That's been going on for a long time now. And it's like, especially with the, with these colleges and universities, they're all America haters. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they're pro communist or, or what, which they probably are. Well, you know, I, when I was in Chicago this last couple of weeks, uh, we went to an NHL game, and you'll be surprised. They sing the national anthem, and you'll be surprised <laughs> as you look around how many people, one, didn't stand up, and two, didn't remove their hat or, or anything like that. Or I would dare <laughs> to say they don't even know the words to. <laughs> yeah. to, to probably you know, not. <laughs> you know, um, which is just just a shame really because when we were in school uh every morning you pledge allegiance to the flag um, right you know and as disgusted as i am with the the leadership in this country i that doesn't mean i don't still stand for the principles of america like every every friday at work in the morning before we start before the uh before the production line goes on mm-hmm. there's a guy that broadcasts his own radio station at work 
from work? Yep. Oh, cool. And he plays um, the national anthem every Friday morning. All right, good for him. And I always stand, I, and I stand and salute the flag and with my hand over my chest. Yeah. Um, well, no, not with my hand over my chest, but I, my hand's at my side. I stand at attention, and uh, I do that because no matter how angry I get with you know the corrupt politicians and everyone that's in charge, it's not them. It, it's, it's not America. I stand with the principles of America, why it was founded. You know, I I stand with the idea of what they claim they are, even though they aren't. Hmm. You know, like if, if we actually, for years, we've been deceived, but with a lot of the alternate news sources and stuff, we've been seeing the reality of what's really going on around the world and, you know, our, our government's true colors and what we really do and why the world actually hates us. Mm. But if we actually did what they, they fooled us into believing for many years, we would be a great country. Yeah. And that's, you know, if we actually helped people and didn't help ourselves, you know, and I, and I'm saying that, and I'm referring to the government, the corrupt, the corrupt people that have been running this country for years you know, that have been getting fat off of our tax dollars and fat off of the resources of the people that we've picked on overseas, <clears throat> you know, and this is why, and it all makes sense, this is why countries around the world hate the United States. Yeah. And the truth has finally been coming out over recent years and thanks to the internet, and I'm sure the government hates that. Well, I think one of the things also I heard is um, people from other countries hate the Amer Americans is because a lot of Americans that travel are rich. So they see them flashing their money and who knows how they treat the people there. Because that's a stereotype. Right. Because you know you know how sometimes people that have money, I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people think that they're better than you. Sure. And that's just wrong. I don't care what you do for a living, or even if you're homeless, you should be treated with respect when someone sees you. Well, not only not only that, but you remember I don't know where this was, but Doctor Mike, you are you might remember. Remember <clears> where that was that really great tsunami that killed like oh, I don't, I don't yes. know how, how many thousands of people, and there was actually tourists on the beach laying next to dead people having a vacation, and there was dead people laying on the beach. Oh, I don't remember that. Like that's I remember that the tsunami. Was, that was, that was around Christmas time this year. No, no, this was that a long was a time few ago. years back. I don't remember but that. But how sick is probably, that? Probably like 15 years or more, maybe something like that. But they people, were talking about, yeah, it was like um, an Asian com country. Yeah. And they were talking how there was dead people laying on the beaches and Americans yeah, were going that, out there yeah, like, that's, soaking up the sun. Yeah, because that tsunami wiped out thousands of people. Next, next to the dead, yeah. dead bodies? Yeah. Wow. They were like. Scattered along the beach. I'm like, oh my God, I don't think and, I could do that. And let me guess, there were probably rich Americans. And so this is probably like the, the visual of what these people think when they think of Americans. I'm sure, like they're just yeah. freaking like savages. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they got all this money. We're like, we our people are dead scattered on the beach <laughs> and they're being served, you know, because I'm assuming they probably had servants like giving them, getting them stuff for them. Yeah. You know, and this is like, this is what people are seeing. You know? Wow. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I that. was I was in shock when I seen it on the news. Huh. That's crazy. It was Yeah, that's disturbing. 
Like, how can you have a vacation? How could you be doing, how could you do that when, when you're like, they just had like this catastrophic event and people are laying dead everywhere and you're going to be sitting there sipping a cocktail. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. But that goes to show you that's 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 element that lives on this earth. Oh. There really are people who don't care. Yeah, I mean, there are people that that still do take a stand, and and there's, you know, I, I could tell you stories about NHL goalies that are, you know, standing up, and you know, a lot of them are supporting uh, their Christian beliefs, and they're refusing to wear practice jerseys or whatever that support certain communities. Um, and they're being attacked for their belief, and it's, you know. But if, uh, you know, if you're going to give the same leeway to somebody that is for it, then you have to give the same leeway to somebody who's against it, right. and, and you have to respect that. They, you can't force that, and that's what's going on. Everyone's getting forced. You have no opinion anymore. You're forced, and you're being told what you can think and what you can say and what you can believe, and it's a problem. Right. And their whole their whole movement is hypocritical because they preach tolerance, except right. there there is no tolerance exactly. because it's if you don't agree with them, then you know you're no good. Your view is no good. Well, that's that's not tolerance. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's that's forcing you to think the way they want you to, um, you know. But there's there's an attack on on this we we've talked about you know attack on churches and attack on this belief and it's not really some of the other beliefs it's this belief you know um christian colleges too i mean there's there's a story here that says uh a, a teacher tweeted out calling homosexuality a sin and the christian college fires them you know? wow so, so christian that, college christian college um and it's uh you can't even a Christian cause. So it's getting its way into, yeah. you know, to change that. Um, you know, I did a series on, on my, on my show um, about um, not, not tolerance, but, but people breaking down the religion and changing it to adapt and to not offend anybody mm -hmm. and the watered down religion um, what's happening. And you see stuff like, like this where, um, a Christian college is is, is now saying, uh, okay, you can't call that out. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy to well, me. Well, this is this is part of the problem because you have now you have Christians warring against each other. Yeah, because there's all this kind of division, and and there should not be any of this division because <laughs> if everybody reads the Bible, you know it's written written in the Bible. This shouldn't even be up for debate. Right. Exactly. Um. So so that's I mean if if. They're not going to stand with you. That's why you can just see that there's an attack on on this ma mainly, and of course they'll point to you know uh, whatever they can to get. You know, they'll talk about the evangelists that maybe um, squandered their money or used their money <laughs> wrong. You know what I mean? And uh, you know they're going to attack it any way you can. Just like if we attacked. The Muslim religion by saying, uh, you know, that they have the extremists. Wow. And you can't say that every Muslim is an extremist, and you can't you can't label them into that category. Uh, it's the same thing here, but it's it's we're our religion and the Jesus Christ Himself. That part of it is is the only one that seems to be under attack for so much. Yeah, and you know, this country especially is more concerned with. 
the you feeling and, and the me and, and I, how, how that offends me. And I don't like that. So I don't have to adhere to that any longer. And we talk about that all the time. It's responsibility and accountability. And that's just for getting watered down, which is said to happen in the Bible. It, yeah. says, it says that's going to happen. And here we are in the end times and we see it happening. Well, you know, one of the one of the one of my goals with with the Psalm thirty four six ministries, and I'm sure you agree with me on this. And uh, you know, when I think about like all the different denominations out there and the different churches, hmm. it kind of makes me think about what what the Apostle Paul said, where he he said, like I hear some of you, and I I don't know what book it's from. It could be like Corinthians or Second Corinthians. He said, I hear some of you say, oh, I, I follow Paul or I follow Apollos or uh, Apollo. And he said, I'm sorry, did I did, was I nailed to the cross for you? You right. know, did, right. did I baptize you? He said, No, we all follow Christ. Right. So <clears throat> I feel like you know, there's like this thing going, and it has been going on for for centuries now. We have all these different sectors, all these different denominations. Just imagine how more powerful we could be if we all united. Well, yeah, for sure. There's like all these different churches out there, and a lot of the churches are smaller, and, and some of them are struggling. But it's like if we could unite, like, say, three of these small churches into one big church, and we all pull our, 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 our resources together, you know, but why are we all fighting against each other? Well, you know, it's... It's uh, uh, there's a lot going on in the world, and, and there's you know, I, I used to read this this stuff going on in the world where these churches are being attacked and these pastors are getting con attacked, or uh, Christian <clears throat> Christians in Nigeria getting attacked, and um, you know, those latest ones is these the, the 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 kids at that Nashville Christian school attacked and, and killed. Um, there's a lot going on, and there's there's an attack on us now more than ever, and it's just going to get worse. If you read what, what the Bible says about the end times, we know it's going to be, at some point, an all-out war against Christians. Um, and you and I talk about what we think the world, uh, one world religion could be, and we talk about one world government, and we talk, we talk about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but... What's important to know is that we are headed for that, and the people that um, are saying oh, this is going to pass and we'll be okay. No, that's not the truth. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's not. Uh, humans are not going to get to that light at the end of the tunnel. That light at the end of the tunnel is Christ, and that's the only thing that gets you through. Uh, and you can see if you want to really, you know, scare yourself or or be annoyed or, or, or worried, uh, just read headlines every day. Oh yeah. You know? and, and you'll, you'll see there's something else happening. Yeah. Now there's a huge hole in the sun. That's why I try not to tune into a lot of it anymore because yeah. it just, it just would work on my anxiety. And I remember looking at the headlines one time when I was sitting at my desk and I was like, yeah, anxiety, anxiety, fear, anxiety, fear. Yeah. Like that's what, like to me, that's what the headlines converted to, Yeah. you know? And like, no, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying to like stick your head in the sand and not know what's going on, but you can't live in that stuff all the time because that's, you, you know, this is why there's anxiety is like a new pandemic of its own. And you got people that are all messed up because like, well, you know, and it's like, as somebody like, and I, cause I said this a while back, cause I was talking about my anxiety <clears throat> attack and you know, if someone asked, you know, if someone were to ask you, oh, why do you have anxiety? I almost want to ask why, why don't you? Yeah. 
She's like, I, I, what are you on? You know? <laughs> How could you look around and not? But then you know? again, you know, I can kind of understand why there's a lot of people who don't have anxiety because so many people are so tuned out. Oh, they have blinders on. Also. Yeah. Yeah. They're too busy playing their video games or, you know, eating pizza or, you know, doing whatever. They don't even know what's going on because they don't even bother to look or care. You know, they're just watching their stupid stuff on social media. And, you know, they have no idea. They have no idea what's going on. No. But the crazy thing, you know, see, this is where it goes back to, I'm not saying to live in fear. I'm not saying to live in like the headlines, but at the same time, don't have your head in the sand and also put your faith in Jesus Christ yeah. and be somewhat mentally and spiritually prepared. You don't want to be that person that has your head in the sand you know, eating pizza and playing video games all day long. And all of a sudden everything crashes around you and you're like, eh, what? You know, like you don't want to be in that position. <laughs> How terrifying would that be? Yeah. At least if you kind of have a, you know, an inkling that something is going to happen at some point or another, at least you're somewhat prepared, as prepared as you possibly can be. Yeah. You know, we're not, there's nobody's going to be a hundred percent prepared for whatever comes down the pike because whatever happens it's going to be a major change and a major impact to your your daily routine. Hmm. It's just it is what it is. I agree. What do you say? What do you say about this one? There's a church in Tennessee that's uh, getting sued for for making uh, excessive noise. Wow! So, so you're not allowed to make noise at church either. The church, the church making excessive noise, like yeah. was the, the town that made the complaint? Yeah, the town, is excessive noise, it's a zoning violation. During like a church service. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> there's an attack on this. Wow. <laughs> on this. Uh, it's, you know, for the frequency and the neighbors who suffer excessive noise, uh, draining their property and, and, and other is, issues. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. Well, it's, you know, that's the attack. That's an attack on church. And yeah. now it's, you know, with all the stuff going on in church now, there's there's revival going on all over the country. Um, I think we're going to see it here very soon. Um, and, and I hope we're all a part of that. Uh, it's just interesting to see how uh, there's an attack uh, on this, you know, and this one here, noise violation for church. I mean, the, the, <laughs> you know, even when you have towns that have, noise ordinances usually it's like you know like after like 10 o'clock at night and before yeah. like 6 or 7 a.m yeah. during church i mean assuming like the time of service they probably are safe from that yeah well, they should say come join us and you won't mind it yeah or if that bothers you that much don't buy a house by a church yeah you know that's simple i'd well, love people I, build i'd love honestly if I'd love it if I could hear hymns from yeah. from my house. I think that'd be pretty cool. But I guess if you were, you know, an evil worldly person, it would probably annoy you. Yeah. Well, people have complained also about church bells. I know. I was just thinking that too. I remember. I when, used to love that. I remember that one. I don't know if it was a Catholic church, the St. James in Phillipsburg. But when I would be uh, pushing carts, collecting the shopping carts, when I worked at that uh, shop right when I was 18, I remember hearing the church bells, and I used to love it. Hmm. I would play; they would play the different hymns with the bells, and I thought it was cool. I don't think I hear church bells anymore. I don't think I've heard them in a while, but I used to be. Yeah, that's soothing. I think. Yeah, I like it. 
Anyway, what about this one? Community involvement from 62% down to 27%. Wow. So that's a big number too. Yeah. Right? That's a big drop. So, um, yeah, people, it's just, it's just people are drawing back in. You know, a lot of people say it's because of the pandemic, it, it slowed everything down and people started to worry about themselves more and, and, and not do that. And that's why I'm glad, you know, our ministry is getting the community involved. Yeah. And, and we're out there trying to get connected with, with other things. And we're, we're growing, and that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's why I, I wanted us to start doing the whole coffee night thing. Yeah. You know, even if it's just like a once a month thing for now, and it, and it doesn't even always have to be a coffee night. I just, this is just the start of it. I just, I'm just trying to do things. I'm trying to create like this extra curriculum extracurricular activity sort of thing just to get the community together just to get us together and have fun you know yeah oh absolutely hey you know if we want we could have a roller skating night sometime That'd be whatever you know? I, I haven't fallen in a long time so <laughs> that'll be good i love roller skating yeah i used to that's I, what we used to do back then i spend more time on the ground than i do standing up yeah, so. me too <laughs> but the point is is i just want to get everybody out there and, and i want people to see that you know we're an actual family in a community you know, we're not, you know, yes, we, we do, we do like to do the, the ministry work, but we also <laughs> want to get together. Yeah. And uh, let's, 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 um, let's get together. You know, let's, let's put our screens down for a little bit and actually, you know, get some real FaceTime. Yeah, agreed. Good stuff. All right. Last stat. Ready? Having kids from down 59% to 30% now. So yeah. more people are having less kids. That makes sense? Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know that's why, you know a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you hear from like say the World Economic Forum and everything else, like you know for Bill Gates, that's why a lot of it doesn't even make any sense because they're so worried about reducing the population, but the population will reduce on its own, you know, just by common sense. I just think I used to think before I had my little guy, like I don't want to have a kid growing up in this society right now, mm -hmm. especially now. You yeah, imagine having a child now <laughs> and the, what they're going to have to go into in the next. Yeah, ten to twenty years. You know, but see, like their like their agenda was so badly they wanted to reduce the population. But look, people aren't having a lot of kids anymore. Yeah, you know, like you know, going back like fifty, you know, sixty years ago, people were having like seven to ten kids. Like now, people maybe have two. Maybe. I can't imagine seven to ten kids. Oh my god. <coughs> well, there's there's some religions and, that where that's uh, and, that's what you do. And there's a lot of people who aren't having kids at all now. Right. They just don't want kids. Right. Um. So. If they're so obsessed or concerned with population control, it's control. It, it's gonna it's gonna take care of itself. Not that that's a good thing, because I think you know. I only watched part of the movie, um, nineteen eighty four, but I stopped watching it because it's a really weird movie. What's but that one? Huh? What's that one? Um, well, it that sounds familiar. It's based on the book, uh, nineteen eighty four, and it's basically like some of the stuff is very parallel to like what they talk about now. Like they're, they're basically trying to break down the whole family unit mm. and they're making it where it's not necessary to have a mother or a father. Yeah. And so they're, you see it now where they're, they're confusing people by saying like about, Oh, you're, you know, you could either be a man or a woman. And, um, they don't, the bottom line is they don't want people to re reproduce anymore. They don't want families. But we're overpopulated. Remember that. Yeah. Where, where you have to get what way out. So, anyway, I think we're, how are we on time? We good? Uh, we're a little over an hour. We're a little under an hour. All right. Well. Because well, I was thinking about the time that was added when I first started recording. Aha. Uh -huh. So, 
good. Well, that's all the headlines I have for today. All right. Uh, some good ones. I'm looking forward to the David movie for sure. I'm looking forward to watching uh, the rest of season three of The Chosen and then see what I uh, what I can discover there. Um, I'm looking forward to some of the movies coming out. I'm looking forward to Palm Sunday and Good Friday and, and Easter coming up. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to our food drive tomorrow uh, and Thursday. And yeah, good things coming. I'm looking forward to oh, our yeah. community growing. I'm looking forward to this <coughs> um, this group growing even larger. And uh, yeah, we're hitting milestones every day. Yeah. So uh, we we. Uh, uh, we've set goals here. You, me, and Bree have set goals that we want to hit, and I think we're going to do it. Yeah. You know, and God's will, we will. So uh, just keep charging forward. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Patricia, for being on the show with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was good to yeah, have yeah. you. And I'll see you tomorrow. I have a gift for you from uh, Psalm 346 Ministries I'll be bringing. And JB, what do you think, buddy? I think that sounds great. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Wish I could join you guys. Uh-huh. But I'll be back at it, back in the saddle tomorrow. Make that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, well, someone's got to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know what that's like. Let me <laughs> see what that's like. All right. So from all of us here, uh, Pillars of Heaven, thank you so much. And we will see you next time.